building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Good morning and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. Today is part one of a two-part series that I have kind of covered in this podcast before, but I want to cover it again because I think it's really important to think about this. When you are growing your business, should you go solo, should you hire contractors, or should you hire employees? I see a lot of people talking about solopreneurship right now. And frankly, 10 years ago when I started my business, I didn't even think that was a thing. And now I see people growing service businesses online. I see people selling courses and scaling on LinkedIn, which is cool. Um, I also have a client who is going it solo and building a SaaS company. And it can be a little bit slower way to grow. But when you're doing it slow, steady, deliberately, it can be a really freaking amazing way to grow your company. I meet a lot of people that recently started a company, especially with this podcast and through LinkedIn, and they get full capacity-wise, and then they want to figure out how to scale. And the first thing that people say is, how do I know when to start hiring employees? And they always look at that as the first step. And that is exactly what I did. I hired for sure, for sure, for sure, before I was ready. I hired someone based on one interview. I can't even remember how I met her, but we had coffee and I was like, cool, this chick is awesome. Chick, probably shouldn't say that, but this woman is awesome and I really want to hire her. I didn't really have a job description. I didn't know what success looked like. I can't even believe she signed on to do the job, honestly. I had no processes in place, nothing. She was a great team member. She was super flexible and she worked hard, but she didn't last super long. I think she was with me for less than a year because there is way too much ambiguity in her role and no one signs on to join a company to do different things every day and never have any idea what's going on. So after she left, I kept hiring and then I kept experiencing turnover and I couldn't figure out why. But in hindsight, it is extremely obvious. (laughs) We needed better processes. We needed guidelines for the role. And we needed a real system, not just some documentation that says like, oh, here's a process. I can be the queen of processes, but you have to actually implement it and make sure that it's being followed and iterate on it. You have to create real training. And if you're going to hire employees, you have to have retention strategies because you don't want to be hiring and training people over and over again. So all of that to say is... Hiring shouldn't be your first step. It can be your first step, but you have to really think through it. It's important to consider, just like the title of this episode, whether you want to go solo, hire contractors, or hire employees. The number one question that I ask people when I talk to them about this topic is, do you actually want to hire employees? And this is a question that people don't ask themselves enough. If you have been a manager and you've managed a team, well, you know what that's like. There are some really beautiful parts of it, especially if you can get solid relationships with your team 
you care for them really personally and professionally. And it can be an amazing feeling to develop these people and help them get into their new role. But it isn't always the right answer. If you are going to hire employees, you have to be ready to coach them and to lead them. Hiring employees isn't just telling people what to do. It doesn't just automatically double your capacity in your business. You have to work side by side with them. You have to train them. You have to give them resources and skills. You have to answer lots of questions. You have to be available all the time. Being a leader and being a great boss means that you have to show up and you have to be available. And listen, if you have stuff going on in your personal life, no one really cares if you're a leader. Now, hopefully your boss and your boss's boss and the people in the company, if you're working for someone else, they care. But leaders are given on average or in general a lot less grace than other people. So you have to be ready to really hold yourself to a very high standard and work side by side with your employees. So the first question, do you want to hire employees and are you prepared to be a good boss? If not, I would get prepared and start reading about it and start understanding how to best manage people before you hire. So let's say you heard all of that and you were like, yeah, I do want to hire. Cool. That is a great step. It's exactly what I did. The next decision that I think you need to make is, do you want to hire employees or contractors? And you can really go either way. I will say with the caveat that sometimes when you're working with contractors, you know, they're not fully dedicated to your business. And so they're not going to always show up exactly the way that you do or exactly the way that you want them to. I started with a contractor or two when I was looking for my first full-time employee, and I distinctly remember hiring a contractor, giving her a project, and she contacted me at 11 p.m. the night before it was due and told me that she didn't think the work was a fit for her and she wasn't going to do it. And you know whose butt was on the line to complete that work? It wasn't her. It was me. It was me who had signed the contract. It was me who had the relationship, a pretty new relationship, by the way, with this client. And they ended up being with us for like five years, but only because they knew that the work would show up. It would be on time. It would be high quality. And you can't email a client at 11 p.m. the day before you're supposed to go present something to them and be like, oh, sorry, someone backed out. I mean, you can, but you're probably not going to keep that business for very long. So I ended up staying up most of the night and working on that project and going and presenting it to them the next day. The buck stops with you. So that's the word on contractors. We do have a few contractors through my company. Um, For example, our developer has been with us for like six, seven, eight years. Gosh, what is time? I don't even know. But she's amazing. She is super reliable. She always gets things done on time. She's available. She's communicative. So all contractors aren't like that, but you have to know exactly what you're looking for and you have to find someone that's really reliable that you want to work with in the long term. Now, hiring full-time employees also has pros and cons. The major pro, unlike a contractor, they are fully dedicated to your company. They are going to show up every day. You have those joint goals. They probably want to excel at their jobs, and you can trust that it's going to get done. But when you look at hiring full-time employees, well, one, you have to be ready to be a good boss. You have to have all of the processes in place that we talked about. But then you also have to think about lots of other stuff. For example, are you ready to pay a salary? 
bi-weekly every day until you have no more employees, which for me, it's been, I don't know, nine years since I haven't had any employees and we're still growing. So you have to be ready to do that. This can't be a, oh, we can't make payroll, you know, every other week and deal with it because this person is going to really depend on you. You also have to think about things like benefits, retirement, and any other perks that you want to provide. Are they going to work from home? Are you going to give them a laptop? Are you prepared to buy them that stuff? I would also note that hiring employees is not exactly a freedom creating exercise. So if you started your business to create freedom for yourself, well, you are going to be kind of working yourself into a job, but the job is something that you own, which is cool, but you have to still show up. You can't just be out traveling the world every month. I mean, anytime I travel a lot back to back, I feel bad because I know that my presence in the company is important and that people are counting on me. So that is something to think about if you lead a more nomadic lifestyle or you travel a lot. So if you decided not to hire employees or contractors, then you're looking at scaling without. And being a successful solopreneur is definitely possible. And it can be, like I said, a little bit slower build. And often it's more of a lifestyle business. You're probably not going to build the next unicorn as a solopreneur or have a crazy exit. Or maybe you will, but it'll probably take a while. And for most people, that's okay. I would say most people do not start businesses to build the next unicorn and have an exit in a few years. There are a lot of ways that you can scale your products and scale your services without having more time and increasing your capacity by hiring employees. So maybe you are marketing a course. I created a course almost two years ago now. Very weird. It feels like it was yesterday. And it was a big lift to create it. And then you have to keep marketing it to get people to buy it. So that's something to think about. Maybe you're offering group trainings and then you need to develop that. Um, There's also the option to increase your prices. I remember last year I spoke to a woman who was like, the best at writing resumes. And she was so full. She didn't have anywhere to go with the work. And she said, I need to hire my next employee or hire my first employee. And yeah, that's one way you could do it, but you could also double your prices and see what happens. You'll have less business, but you will have more time and you'll probably be making the same amount of money. Those are all great ways to scale your income without increasing your own capacity by hiring employees. So there is a lot to consider in this topic. I hope that covered kind of the ins and outs of hiring versus um, contractors versus going it solo. And if you think you're leaning toward hiring full-time employees, then be sure to tune in on Wednesday because I'm going to cover part two of this. So you've decided to hire full-time employees. What's next? All right. If you got value out of this episode, send it to one person, give it a share on social, or hey, if you haven't reviewed us on Apple Podcasts, please do. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next time. 